I think we should just talk about what is going on here. To begin with this first line, how oft when thou my music, music playest. So we have the word music twice. One, the first time, is a metaphor for this woman that the speaker is speaking about, that she is music to him, and that she is playing. And she's playing on an instrument called a virginal, which is before the harpsichord. In other words, it's a keyboard instrument, but one that we don't know anymore or are not familiar with. And I like the idea that it's a virginal. It has a double meaning yep. in that. There's a sexual innuendo in that. So he says, how oft when thou my music music placed, upon that blessed wood whose motion sounds. So the blessed wood is the keys that the player is hitting with her fingers. And then he says, with thy sweet fingers, when thou gently swayest, and there's that image of someone playing at the keyboard, and they are swaying at the keyboard. And then he says, the wiry concord that mine ear confounds. And I like that line because it's talking about the string of the musical instrument. And then he talks about <laughs> how the sound that it makes confounds him. <laughs> that somehow he can't appreciate what it is that this player is making. I, I think there's a little humor in that. And then he says, do I envy those jacks? And the jacks are the, the part of the instrument that is making contact with the wire string. And these were like quills on a virginal, and they would strike it in order to make the vibration of the sound. And there's a double meaning in jacks too, because a jack was also someone who was sort of like a ne'er-do-well, and you know, someone who was a player. And it could also represent just a regular guy, a jack, or as in someone like Jack be nimble, Jack be quick. So there are like triple meanings in that. Do I envy those jacks that nimble leap to kiss the tender inward of thy hand. And there's a lot of talk about this image in the language because the jack that was striking the wire did not actually make contact with the fingertip or the palm of the player. It was actually quite removed from it. And it strikes me that this image is going to actually show up later on in the sonnet where I like the fact that it doesn't make contact because the speaker of the sonnet also cannot make contact with the person who is playing the instrument. There is a leap that this person cannot make. And so there's something that is traveling through the atmosphere. It is metaphorical in a way. It isn't literal. So he envies the jack that can actually energetically reach to the inside of this woman's hand. So to go back, he says, do I envy those jacks that nimble leap to kiss the tender inward of thy hand whilst my poor lips, there's a contrast there between the hand and the lips, what should that harvest reap at the wood's boldness, the fact that the key of the instrument, at the wood's boldness by the blushing stand, in other words, the speaker is so embarrassed, or what's a better word than embarrassed, is enamored of the fact that the wood can be so bold to touch her 
but the speaker can't and he blushes. And not only does he blush, but his lips blush, which is, let's face it, pretty unusual because lips have a lot of color in them already. So if his lips are blushing, think what his cheeks must be doing. And then he goes on to say, to be so tickled, they would, to be, you know, if my lips could be so tickled as the keys are, they would change their state and situation. And those are two different words. State is a, a state of being and a situation is a place. So somehow the speaker is in a different place or wishes that he could be in a closer place to the player than he's able to be. So to go back, to be so tickled they would change their state and situation with those dancing chips or whom thy fingers walk with gentle gait. And there's the image of the player having a gentle gait on the keyboard, making dead wood more blessed than living lips. That's a, just a beautiful image. And then you get to the humor of the last two lines. Since saucy jacks so happy are in this, give them thy fingers, give the keys thy fingers, me thy lips to kiss. Thanks for joining us for the State of Shakespeare podcast. We invite you to visit stateofshakespeare.com for more episodes, information about each of our guests, and the Shakespeare text you heard on the program, and much more. And we welcome you to join the discussion by liking us on Facebook. That's www.stateofshakespeare.com. Thanks for listening.